Welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial Regina Pat's podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And this is our episode for October 23rd, 2018. Left side, Wiley, one-time shot, fought off by the blocker of Paddock. Rebound, Richards, big hit shot, another blocker save. Another chance, Richards, and a great glove save for Max Paddock just before the horn. Kobe Morizil. Pass forward to Grandview, Manitoba, across the line. Nice move to get around. Walker shoots and a left shoulder save for Dustin Wolf. One-on-one on one with Wu. Dominski makes a move through his legs, but he forced him below the goal line by Jeff Wolf. And he buries him with Wu trying to come in with a shoulder. What a check from Cole Dominski. Okay, we had a, a homestand. <laughs> and it was a homestand. That's, it was uh, not very illustrious, was it? No, it was a little rough. So much for uh, our predictions of getting four points on the weekend or through yeah. those three games. But yeah, yeah, it uh, was a little. I think. Well, let's go. Through, let's go through the games chronologically. I think maybe the last game is maybe the freshest in our mind and leaving a bit of a bad taste. But uh, Spokane rolled into town on the Wednesday. Uh, that was actually a, a really pretty good game. I think. Yeah, I thought they played well for two periods. Yeah, very um, Yeah, I thought they played with Spokane fairly well. You know, they're going to be a really good team. Um, they're going to be even better now that they got quite possibly their best player back mm-hmm. from the NHL. So, But I don't know, I thought for two periods they played fairly well. Third period, it seemed like Spokane had more gas at the end, even mm-hmm. though they'd played the night before. I thought that's maybe where we could get them with them playing back-to-back and yeah. us had not playing since the weekend, but it was totally the opposite. It was. It was, uh, I kind of found the game to be a bit of a goaltender's duel. Max Paddock really saved us. <laughs> yeah. Probably would have been a much less flattering score. 4 nothing isn't great, but I think it would have been a lot worse. He played really well. Uh, yeah, he did. I mean, I don't think we deserved to get shut out either. We had some really good, Nick Henry played. There were some fantastic plays. Yeah, and, he played real well that game. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just I don't know, their goaltender was playing really well. So, And those two power play goals we gave up, the first two goals, were easily uh, plays that guys should have made. Like, And uh, it shouldn't have been those two. Like, Maybe they would have scored later in the power play, but I mean like those two plays both – exact same thing guy was going to the net and he didn't pick up a stick and those are yeah. just just mental mistakes you know yeah. it wasn't for a lack of effort or anything the guy was right there he just didn't lift up his stick and they just tap it in you know like, like literally right the there. second the first yeah. goal i think it was alkamov yeah was right beside his player and just didn't yeah. get a stick in the way and then yeah the, the second, second one goal. was pierce it was Pierce, and he was just a half second too late. Yeah, the guy just got a bit so, of body position on him, and then yeah, got a quick, yeah. quick shot off. And so, you know, yeah, you, you you don't give up those two goals. You know, we maybe it's a different story, but I don't know. Spokane looked better in the third, so they did. But I mean, yeah. Nick Henry has a great chance, and then they come back and they score off a bad bounce off a leg or something. The guy. Yeah taps it into the wide open net. So, yeah. you know, that, that's that been the story of the season. We can't score. They come back and score, right? So. That is the story of the season is us not being able to score. It just, 
Yeah. I mean, we got yeah. used to it over the last couple of years, but man, we are just not putting the puck in the net right now. Yeah. Especially five on five. Five on five. Just bad bounces. And I mean, other than the Everett game, we've had our chances and lots of shots, but yeah, just definitely. Not, just not happening right now. Uh, again, two power play goals against in that game. We had a total of six penalties. Really, yeah, really like, racking up those pims. Yeah, and uh, they're uh, yeah they seem to be. I I looked it up. The last six games, they're doing a little better than their season average, which is sixty eight percent season average, and it's twentieth in the league for penalty kill. Yeah, yeah, and then the last six games are at seventy four percent, but I think they got. Well, we get so much so, practice at it, so. Oh, I know exactly, <laughs> right? But then. You know, that kind of, not to jump to the Everett game out of turn here, but, you know, that, that just kills you. Like Stroosh said, it's just killing the same guys because some yeah. guys don't see the ice and the other guys are playing all the time. And, you know, it's just not wasted minutes. But then, then you then you see they have nothing for five on five. And then you and then that's what the Everett look, game looks like. It just, you know, it was just yeah. rough, right? So As soon as you feel like you get something going, it's... Some stupid penalty, yeah. an offensive zone penalty, slashing, holding, oh, yeah. hooking, something. Exactly. It's just like, oh, God. Those are the worst, you know, little trip so sticks and feet. Yeah. I mean, Spokane was a good team. Yeah. It honestly, definitely. 4 nothing score didn't, I think, reflect the game that well. I think it was, it was one of their better games that they played this yeah. year, actually. They looked they looked good. Yeah. But unfortunately, of course... Again, moral victories don't count on the score sheet, so. No, not at all, so. Um, so we had a night off for the little figure skating event, and then Moose Jaw was in town. Uh, to me, this was the winnable game, and we let it slip through. Yeah, we scored that first goal. That's yeah. been eluding us a bit this yeah. year. Yeah. So that was a good start, but uh, again, we had some chances, lots of chances. We just couldn't finish early in the game and five on five again, yeah. you know, it just couldn't, uh, couldn't get it in the net to, to add to our lead. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, two times we had they, a lead. Exactly. One, they, nothing they, and two, one. And they stayed in the game, you yeah. know, yeah. they just hung around, hung around. And then again, we had seven, seven penalties. We beat them in shots, 33 to 25. Yeah. The third period, it kind of fell apart with Hyman. He took a, a boarding penalty. I, to me, it was a pretty, pretty ticky tacky call. Uh, the guy, the Moose Jaw player, kind of bent down, looked like to avoid the check, and then actually got smushed by Hyman. And I don't know if it was his size that threw. I, I don't know. It was it, it's an unusual call. I didn't really agree with it. And granted, we didn't. He get he, he doesn't throw many hits, so <laughs> you know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. But and we didn't get scored on that power play but it was within a few seconds we took another i think it was all kind of part of the same process and play that we ended up getting another one and then getting scored on and yeah and just, we gave up a shorty that game too oh, so yeah. yeah that's and that, that was that our, one was, that's tough and i don't want to we talk a lot in the stands we talk about hymen a lot but i don't know i don't want to go on him too hard but I know like, it's we just 
goodness, he makes some glaring errors. <laughs> yeah. Like the 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 shorthanded one sucked. Yeah. And then the two on one, just no effort on the two on one again. It, yeah. Just, you know, he's just standing stood there, there in the middle. He's standing there and I mean I haven't played hockey since I was a kid, and I know you either usually, especially if you're the top defenseman, you have that relationship with your goalie. You know he's gonna say if he wants the shot or he wants you to take the shot. Hyman didn't yeah. either. He just stood there. I know. The guy That's... passed it over him. He, but he could have shot as well. Like there was no. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then you see set off. He's laying down, taking the pass away all the time. Like all the time. Like he's you know he's and... a better defender. Like so. And I don't. But, you know, laying down. Yeah. Some people might say, "Oh, it's not." But if you lay down and you're going and you're sliding towards the guy, he's gonna have to make a perfect little saucer pass over you onto the next guy's stick. And that's, that's a challenging yeah. play. So if he does really that, force him put it in. yeah, exactly. You force a hand, force him to do something rather than just standing there, let him make his own decision in his own time frame, Right. Yeah. You know, do something to at least do you know, something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> do right? something, please. And, and if he makes a sauce pass over you on the guy's stick and he puts it in, well, yeah, you can't fault him. You can't fault your team for that. You just no. be like, yeah, okay, that's a great goal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, the lack of effort is just is just a little frustrating, you know, when you see just a lack of effort. Or the fundamental mistakes, I think, is what's yeah, frustrating. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Like we've said, he's our 20-year-old. He should be... Yeah. I don't know. Well, but hopefully that's Butos. All, yeah. yeah. We really could use another experienced D-man back there, so... Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that helps. That was, that was a tough one. That I think we should have had that game. Yeah, that's... We we needed that game, but we, we needed didn't. It. So yeah, yeah. And then it was a quick turnaround back into uh, an afternoon game here with Everett, and I think this is probably the worst game I've seen this year. In an effort, yeah, I, just they I, they were flat. There was nothing there. Yeah, the whole we had game. nothing five on five at all. Like I don't even know if we had a quality scoring chance five on five. I don't think like, so. We only had twenty one shots. We, yeah, we had five in the third period. Oof. When you're down Yikes. and you're trying to, and you only muster five shots, like, come on, man. Well, 21 for a game isn't no. too great either. No, like, but yeah, that being that's... said, we started, the game started, quick power play goal. I mean, that's exactly what yeah. the doctor ordered. You know, you want to get your power play going, early goal, get the lead, and then I just... Actually, the first period is tied one-one. Remember, and we said, "Hey, this is this isn't okay, bad." Yeah. It's, now it's tie game going forward, and then yeah, the wheels fell off. Yeah, and then then we started taking those penalties. Yeah. And yeah, just a couple tripping penalties where, like, in the offensive zone, and you know, just yeah, just some tough yeah. ones. And then even though they didn't score them, it definitely affected our game, right? Like guys. Yeah. Guys just didn't have anything left for five on five after killing all those penalties. So, so another uh, seven, seven penalties. Yeah, and um, Paddock made some big saves. Like, yeah, I mean, he's he been, held us in there again. He's been playing so well. Um, interestingly enough, we saw Curtis Hunt there. Uh, what's his title with PA now? I think he's GM. GM, I believe. Is it? So, so I don't know. Is he? 
shop? Is he starting to window shop a little bit, do you think? or Possibly, or he was just maybe just pre-scouting for the game tonight. Yeah. Slash window shop as yeah. well. So, yeah. Because, well, we're definitely going to be sellers. They're going to be buyers, so. Boy, the way they're rolling, they might not yeah. have to buy that much. <laughs> they look like us two years ago. Yeah, yeah, they're clicking. So. Oh, yeah, one one thing I noticed in that Everett game, the Sissions face-offs, 31 for 35. Like, this guy's, wow. like, doing it all for us. Like, 70% on the season right now. Like, yeah, uh, he was really good. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but the game, we were, like, 30% in the face-off circle in Lethbridge when the game he missed. And then it was, like, 60 plus percent for the team in Kootenai the game he was back right he made all the world a difference yeah in that game in those two games right so I want to thank Scott for his feedback on Pat's power play here at WHL Fanaholic we put out a little bit of a question today just saying we're recording and if anybody wanted to give us anything to talk about and he brought up uh some issues he has about the Pat's power play and yeah I think I think we have some similar feelings what do you What's your feelings about the power play? Yeah, I agreed with him there. Um, he's yeah, he should be back to where he was the first couple of years he was here in Nick that Henry. classic Ovechkin. Yeah, Henry. Yeah. yeah, sorry, in the classic Ovechkin spot there for the one timer. Instead, he seems to be more on the right side, and Lysitian's on the left side, but Lysitian's a lefty, so they're both kind of out of position. So I don't know why they're not switch. Yeah. for whatever reason like or they're just that's the way the play's taking them like it should you know so it because yeah he was money over there on that side for the first couple of years right so yeah yeah that's it seems to be a little different like they have, they have one d three forwards and then yeah henry playing the point uh they're not really working that cross size pass it seems like it's more like that high low high pass they're yeah they for. had this yeah, they had the cross ice going earlier in the season, like Scott said, when Henry was over there. But now mm. they went, they kind of changed it up, and yeah, they're trying to work the puck down low a little more often. And Lasician uh, got a couple goals kind of in the slot there, but yeah, I don't know. They're trying to do something. I mean, power play is fifteenth in the league at twenty one point six percent, so we're doing okay. You know, okay. not great. I mean, relatively, we've speaking. got some. We've got some skill, though, so we should yeah. be able to score on the power play, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, the guys that we are on PP1 are definitely quality players, right? So, Yeah, it it drops off when we get to PP2, though. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, uh, definitely. So. Yeah, yeah. When you're putting out a 15-year-old out on PP2, it's, <laughs> it's definitely a drop. But, yeah. you know, he'll be there in a couple more years. He looks all right, so. I, really, I know you have to remember he he's only fit, he's playing a sixteen year, but he's only that we're talking about Dubinsky. Uh, he's he's only fifteen yet, so yeah, doesn't turn sixteen till December, so right. So like, I I hope we can hang on to him. It'd be fun to watch him progress Bro. over the next few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll be trading any of our younger guys. You know, the the no. Russians and him and stuff. I think. We're just gonna start building around them, I think. Yeah. Here, so. Yeah. And that's, that's there's one other. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that's nothing to be worried about. Yeah. 
now just are we going to have enough other uh, guys' picks and stuff, you know, because we're so short on picks. That's the problem, right? It's going to be have to... In Paddock, those scouts are gonna, Yeah, <laughs> those scouts are going to have to be working overtime trying yeah. to pick up some hit gems that are some list pickups and stuff, right? So Yeah, yeah. So, but one other thing I wanted to mention before we're done here. Uh, Paddock, you know, it seems like guys... The other team, they're shooting high, glove side a lot on Paddock, I noticed. Okay. I mean, Spokane and Everett both kind of were going upstairs a lot, glove side. I don't know if that's a trend or not, but, you know, it's maybe something to keep an eye out on. But, you know, I mean, a couple of them were, like, far down. Like, that's yeah. pretty tough. Yeah. But but it seems like they're, they're going high, high gloves. So just one thing I noticed as well scouting report might be who knows yeah you know definitely you know all these teams they got video they're watching video yeah so you know gone are the days of just rolling in and playing some team right so yeah at this level there's lots of pre-scouting going on so well regardless he's definitely holding us in these games right now and keeping it respectable so yeah definitely Hopefully he stays healthy. He's had yeah, he's he's had a bit of injury problem over the years. So yeah, he missed a couple of games there earlier. Yeah, so yeah, hopefully he can make it. See what happens here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A bit of roster news. Puto, we mentioned before, he's still injured, but upgraded to week to week now. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's by, good. Uh, uh, you know, I wonder if just looking ahead here. I wonder if he gets on that road trip. Oh, to the States? Yeah, yeah, the uh, Dagerbishan road trip. Because if he doesn't make it there, so they leave, well, they play on the 13th of November. They play here on the 10th. So I bet you they, that's only in Kootenai. It's not like that time last year they left. They played a game and then they left. Oh, yeah, like the next day or something. No, they left that night. Oh, right. They got on the bus and they drove to Portland. So yeah. at least it's not as far the first trip or the first game. Kootenai, you could yeah, leave. they kind of get a game on the way there. So yeah, yeah, you play on a Saturday here and then Tuesday in Kootenai. So you could leave on the you could leave on the yeah. Monday even. Yeah, then they don't play till Friday in Vancouver. Yeah, so yeah, so it's not it's as best. crazy. But regardless, I was wondering, I if he doesn't make that, then yeah, who knows? Like playing. I thought maybe. It would be kind of a day-to-day thing, but they yeah. list him as week-to-week. So, yeah, it'd but, be nice to have yeah. him for that. Yeah, but definitely. Don't bring him back too early either. Huh. No, and well, it's going to take him some time. You look at Henry last year. Look, look yeah. how much time it took him to actually get going because he hasn't. Sure, he's skating and stuff, but but it'd be nice to, to get him out for the bonding, even. Oh yeah, that's a big sure. part of the the team. Yeah, uh, big road trip, right? So. Yeah, so Puto week to week and Nyhoff kind of a vague term. What, what was it? Undetermined? Uh, indefinite. Indefinite. So, so yeah, take took that hard hit against yeah. Everett there. So yeah, so no real, no indication. Have you heard what 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 it is or? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. It just says upper body indefinite. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. But yeah, that didn't look too good. Upcoming games we have Medicine Hat here on the Friday. Up to PA on the Saturday, and then back here on Sunday. So we got the three and three. 
Luckily, our third is Swift Current. But yeah, well, hopefully we can win that, right? <laughs> I, Medicine Hat, you know, Medicine Hat might be winnable. They've been kind of up and down. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they they beat Lethbridge last weekend, and then Lethbridge returned the favor in a big way after that uh, the next night. But so, you know, that, that could be a winnable game. PA, well, that's yeah. No, no chance in that <laughs> one. I don't think so. In PA, man. Um, they... But mind you, I did see PA. They've got a couple injuries. They're okay. dressing four 16s tonight and a 15-year-old. So, hmm. you know, maybe see what happens there. I uh, don't know. They, they called up their first-round bantam pick from this year. Oh, okay. So... And just checking the score right now with Everett, it's midway through the game and it's no score. So, hmm. yeah, yeah, that'd be a good game, actually. Yeah, then Swift Current. Well, that that's a winnable game there. We gotta, yeah. we gotta, we gotta get a couple wins here yeah. or uh, against them. We gotta get wins against them. So, I don't think there's they're about the only team worse than us. So, pretty pretty much. Yeah, 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 I think so. So, so if we can get three <laughs> points, if we can get three points, like kind of like we said the last couple of weekends, if we yeah. get three, eight, four, awesome, right? Sure. I we so, need to get a game at home. This is nuts. Yeah, we got to get we got to get one game here. Get on the get a roll. Yeah, I don't know how many years ago where we went to like about six or seven games in a row. There, mm-hmm. I remember it was the second half of the season, and they didn't win one game. It was just like, well, we kept going anyways. So, back I think we're gonna we have to consult the Pats historian Kevin, and uh, maybe have to do some digging and find out when the longest home losing streak or the the latest a team's won at home is. Yeah, yeah, that's a good Maybe idea. Interesting. See if we're getting close to that. Um, See if we're setting any records here. <laughs> Oh well, oh well. It's still fun. It's fun oh, yeah, watching the sure. team. I want to see them get better. And, you know, they're not. I mean, they're not good, but again, you can you can see the little. It's not huge, glaring errors. And other than maybe this Everett game, it wasn't even the whole game. There's still a lot of effort there. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think we can get a couple points. I think so. All right, we'll move on to just our general league news. We'll start with uh, let's start with PA since we've been talking about them a little bit. Rolling again, they welcomed Spokane and absolutely took it to them. Uh, what are they? Eleven and one now. Number one yeah, in the I think CHL. So. Just keep rolling. Yeah, like like I was saying, they look like kind of like us. They're putting up um, some big numbers. Uh, some big scores and stuff. Oh, 12 and one now they're at. So, okay. Yeah. So see what happens tonight against a, a pretty decent Spokane team. Everett tonight. Oh, sorry. Everett. Yeah. My yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, they took it to, like I said, Spokane last, last game there. So coaching change in Kelowna, kind of a weird one, I guess. Tying into kind of the CHL top 10 that we're talking about. Victoria took a couple of losses. Took it on the chin from Kelowna, actually. Uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised to see that. I know I took uh, Victoria in my in my 
Fanaholics pick. Oh, but, who wouldn't? Like, yeah, I know. Best teams. I guess but, we didn't know their goaltender wasn't playing. So yeah, he missed both games. That's I don't know what the yeah, and he's Griffin Outhouse. He's one of the better ones in the league. Right. So so without him, they really took one. But yeah. Yeah, so then Kelowna gets a couple wins. They lose on Sunday to Vancouver, but yeah. they're like, okay, two out of three, that's a good weekend. You'd think so. Then, We'd be happy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> and then, and they, then, yeah, fire their coach. That must have been yeah, in the works so, before. Yeah, that's what the GM said, but. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's better now, get it done, to, you know, now, and then you start getting yeah. prepared for your Memorial Cup run next year, yeah. so. Like, there could have been some fundamental differences. And the guy, the coach there said, and the management said, we got to make this Memorial Cup run. And it just, they weren't on the same page. And they just said, it's part ways. And who knows, right? There has to be something. Because, you know, yeah, we're just not privy to that kind of information, obviously. But but they bring in a coach that has no head coaching experience at any level. So that's kind of a a little bit of off the board. Pick. Yeah, Adam Foot. Yeah. So, yeah. well, his son plays for them. So, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows yeah, what's going on there? But time will tell. Um, speaking of moving, uh, yeah. Kootenay. Yeah. You know, there's rumblings as soon as they got bought by those guys out of Winnipeg. There was rumblings right away. Oh, they're going to get moved to Winnipeg, and they said they're committed to Cranbrook and stuff, yeah. and but they're. Um, attendance is really is declining so i thought i, I know they were they did a bit of a drive to try and get uh they were trying, they were trying to, to get 2500 2500 okay yeah. season ticket holders and i think didn't they get over 2000 or they got a I, decent number but last year i think but this oh. year the atten- the average attendance is under 2500 you know mm. season tickets plus walk-ups right you know yeah. so they're really really struggling so now and now there's all I've been sorts to Cranbrook, man. There's nothing to do there. I used to <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing. Like, it, it's not ski season, so what are, what are the hell are people doing? Yeah, I don't know. I've driven through there once. That's about it. Yeah. Once or twice. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty blue-collar, hard-working kind of town, I think. But I guess uh, junior hockey isn't it. Yeah, that's... Isn't that's successful. Yeah, you don't want to see any team move, but... Uh, you know, if it happens, it might happen. But so, moving to starting, Winnipeg. Yeah, well, that's kind of an, I don't know if it's an odd move, but it doesn't sound like they have a, a WHL quality rink to play in if they move for next season. Sounds like they're going to be playing at the Bison's rink, which holds 1,400 people. So yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of odd. But, you know, they can't get into MTS. Obviously, there's... No. NHL no. and AHL both playing there. So, yeah. But sounds like there's a rink in the works, but, you know, that's probably not going to be ready for yeah. next year. So, those don't just go up overnight. So, no, exactly. So, so I was kind of curious. Maybe they'll have to push it back a year until rink's ready, kind of thing, and, and go from there's there. There's nothing else but, around there, hey? Uh, not, I don't know exactly. Yeah, don't so, know. but they can't play in a 1500 seat arena. Yeah. That'd be embarrassing. Well, even when, when Brandon couldn't play, in, they always 
can't play in the first round of the playoffs at home. So they went, where'd they go? Like Dauphin or yeah. something? Is it Dauphin? Or something like that. Yeah. Portage La Prairie somewhere. Like, yeah. So they, they, that's their best option. Like there's nothing in Winnipeg, obviously. That's almost and, now the tradition for them though. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't always, like every year? Yeah. There's some, some big event uh, that's been going on longer than they have. So <laughs> that event gets precedent in that first like week of the playoffs so, or first couple weeks of the playoffs. So yeah, that's kind of tough for the Brandon fans, but, but speaking of that, if they, so if they move to Winnipeg, then that's kind of going to rejig the, the divisions. Mm-hmm. Cause you kind of, you take the Alberta or I guess the central a team out of the central and move them to the East here. And that kind of like is going to push Swift Current into the central then, and with all the Alberta teams, and then then we'll gain the Winnipeg team. So yeah, yeah, that'll be a little bit of a discussion there. So they could. I don't know. They've always been talking. You hear rumblings about totally redoing divisions and things like that. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah, they, maybe they just make it one just two conferences or something, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Because, you know, with Swift Current being two hours away and they're not even our division, that's kind of kind of odd, you know. But I know yeah. Kootenai and Spokane play a couple times a year since they're closer together, even though they're in opposite conferences. Right. So they don't, instead of playing just once, either in Kootenai or in Spokane, they play a couple times because they're, you know, fairly close. So, right, and that's the thing. I mean, people really like seeing these teams come through, like Spokane and Everett and whatnot. And they, you hear, oh, I wish we could see them more. And that's that's a good idea. But I think this league is still like the the money isn't just flowing, right? These, yeah, those are expensive trips for these teams to to endure. Well, not only that, it's just time consuming, right? Yeah, like these kids, you know. Half of them are still in school. Like yeah. they still gotta do that. Yeah, I'd love to see every team once, but it it's clearly not feasible that yeah. way or yeah. time wise. Like, yeah, it would be nice, but it's it's not gonna happen. I don't. It could think, be none. Soon. It could be none. I've heard someone mention that that they just stick to like east like, and west, uh, and we there's no crossover until like like baseball was right. Yeah, <laughs> National League, American League. Yeah. So we'll just, we'll be happy with the one right now. Yeah, I guess that's true. A little bit of Jersey talk. You're into the jerseys. So a couple of teams unveiled a third Jersey, uh, PG and Moose Jaw. PG is more of that classic sort of look. Yeah. Uh, the diagonal letters. I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah. For a third Jersey, it's kind of boring. Wow. Yeah. 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 You want to come up with something kind of nice. You think so. Something that you know people be, you know, clamoring to for or to merchandise buy. size. Yeah, 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 exactly, right. But it's not so really like Mooshja, different. I see Moosejaw. They unveiled a jersey and they had a whole line of of merchandise: hats, shirts, yeah. you name it. So, and yeah, Moosejaw's Moosejaw is all right. You know, I don't I'm not a big, one. I'm not a cartoon character fan. I personally don't. I know a lot, a lot, and that's why I don't really like the Pat's Bulldog. Uh, yeah, logo, but I know a lot of people do, so that's just my own personal taste. But the the jersey, the one of the best ones I've ever seen, 
and I don't know if it qualifies as a, qualifies as a third jersey or what, but it's a special jersey of Moose Jaws, and they incorporate the Snowbird logo into it a right. little bit, and it's yeah. it's so sharp. It's it's very nice. It's one of my favorite. Yeah, they've done a couple different Snowbird ones over the years. I think I don't know if they do it every year, a different one or what, but yeah, yeah. there's been some nice ones from them. Uh, well, the, the Pats, they don't have a third at all. Like they, is that maroon one totally retired now? Is that a, yeah, a one year? I think so. Yeah. They haven't had a third since that red one with the dog slash PPCLI crest on it. Yeah. Yeah. So well, maybe they'll be looking into that in the next year or two. Uh, oh yeah. As I talk about suspensions too, I kind of mm. did a quick rundown, uh, last year through 127 games, or 126 games, there was 12 suspensions last year. So, like, I don't know the amount of majors are down from this year or not, but compared to 22 suspensions through 127 games this year. So, there's definitely more suspensions, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if, if uh, what's going on, if the players are just dirtier this year or they're just trying to crack down on... Uh, these uh, majors that are getting handed out so setting the tone a bit yeah definitely uh, i so. want to give a shout out to sam Steele. scored his first goal do you see that yeah the highlight was kind of tough to see it, was, it looked like it was a yeah tip in i wasn't it was hard to follow too sure if but... he was the guy in front of the net or he was the guy that was kind of yeah. like higher out or what but yeah i guess he, was, he ended up being the guy in front of the net you don't see him tipping too many goals he's usually the shooter so typically yeah. a bit of a departure all right anything else you want to talk about both kind of got screwed on the jersey draw well not screwed we won't say that but yeah yeah <laughs> you were the one one number off the lysician white yeah and i was, I was uh i was a number off it was at credits so not as not yeah, as amazing credit. but uh gosh yeah sucks. i really wanted that lysician jersey <laughs> I threw I in 30 bucks into that Ooh. one, but it was that close. But uh, well, something's in the works here, I think. So yeah, let me pick it up a, a secondary option. So yeah, good for you. All right, we'll wrap this one up. Uh, tough home stand here. Hopefully, get some wins here in the next couple games. Still looking for that first home win. I think we'll get it this this weekend. I hope at least. Well, we better get it this weekend. Yeah. We can't beat if, if we lose yeah. to Swifty. Yeah, I read an article about is about the London Knights actually, and they're one of the most storied franchises, and this and that and that. They also have one of the worst. They were the worst CHL team in history. I think they ended up with three wins that year, three or six or something like that. I seen that article. I haven't read it yet, but yeah, yeah, for sure, it's a good quick read. And they're interviewing some players and saying uh, they are just terrible, right? And they. No, yeah. and every team actually played them really hard because no one wanted to lose to them. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they said they had like the team was just like, well, if we can't win, we may as well give the fans of a a, uh, a show. And I guess they fought a lot. And one of the guys <laughs> says we didn't win a lot of games, but we didn't lose a lot of fights either. So hopefully oh, we don't good. see that. I don't know. I don't want to see some goon squad out there, but yeah, it's, no. it's got to be tough on a team. Definitely, you know. But, you know, look at them. They turn around and they're like the model franchise, like, right now. So, yeah. over the past couple decades, definitely. So, yeah. yeah. 
I think that's what we're striving for. So everyone is. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Talking London, not Swift Current. I don't want to be like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But they they seem to get they seem to have some pull and get some players that other teams can't. So yeah, you know it's it's kind of like that college football thing. You know, the best teams get the best players and they stay at the top, right? So yeah, yeah, they just have that pedigree. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But this is this year, and uh, we will continue on. We'll see you at the rink, you guys. All right, have a good week. All right, see you. All right. Nick Henry hustles out of it, one-on-one across the Spokane line, makes a move through his legs, pulls forehand, couldn't stuff it in on the post as it was stopped by the left skate of Bailey Burke, and what a move.